0: Hey, guys, Jimmy Weggs here, and I want to talk to you about a great new partner we have on Off the Rails. Now, you guys know, obviously, I'm a huge NASCAR fan, and on social media, I always tweet out all the new pictures of all the great new diecasts that I've collected over the course of the years. I love to collect NASCAR diecasts, so when we decided to partner with CircleBdieCast.com, I was too excited. CircleB.Cast.com has all your NASCAR diecast needs with tons of drivers to choose from. You can get standard finishes to pre-ordering race win diecast of your favorite drivers. CircleBDiecast.com also sells NASCAR drivers, hats, t-shirts, and so much more. So when you place an order with CircleBDiecast.com, use the code SloppyYellow and you get free shipping on all orders over twenty dollars. Once again, that's code SloppyYellow, S-L-O-P-P-Y-Y-E-L-L-O-W, and get free shipping on your order of $20 or more. Also, what was great about CircleBDyeCast.com is that they're a military-owned and operated company. So make sure you check them out and all the cool diecasts and NASCAR products that they have to offer. That's CircleBDyeCast.com dot com. What's up, guys? This is your boy, you can dance the Prince of Party. Everybody's favorite, neighborhood-friendly, backup Jackman, Jimmy Wax, coming at you live for today's race recap of the Folds of Honor 500 from Atlanta Motor Speedway. I'll be riding solo, dolo this week, so dad and Billy to take the day off. And uh, we'll catch up with them and Rob uh, later this week on Off the Rails. Uh, but today, Kyle Larson stuck up the show, ladies and gentlemen, uh, up until the very end. Kyle Larson led 269 laps of today's race, and uh, with the eight laps to go, uh, the young Ryan Blaney ran him down and uh, went on to win today's race at Atlanta. Very surprising end, just because of how dominant Kyle Larson was. Uh, Atlanta is one uh, one of the trickiest tracks on the circuit because of its track surface. they has the oldest track surface on the NASCAR Premier Series, uh, which is Cup, Xfinity, and Trucks. Uh, has not been repaid since its reconfiguration in 1997, and uh, it's just a cheese grater on tires. Anytime you're you're uh, you got a caution, you're coming down, taking tires. Uh, guys seem to be slipping and sliding. Uh, t- tires are very important, and it showed its head today, especially towards the end of the race. So you got to be able to take care of your tires throughout a run, uh, and if not, uh, things like that happened today with Kyle Larson. Uh, it's what can happen here at Atlanta Motor Speedway. Uh, but we'll go back, we'll recap our stage one here. Denny Hamlin started on the pole, and uh, Chase Elliott had to start in the back because of failure inspection twice today. And uh, we've hit our green flag. Kevin Harvick runs all the way up to second place. And uh, Kevin Harvick was not his usual dominant Atlanta self. He ran within the top ten a bunch uh, during the first uh, 30 laps before the, the uh, stage break. And uh, Kyle Larson winds up coming uh, from starting from fifth all the way up to the front. And we get our competition caution at lap 30. Guys come down they take tires. And as we're coming to the green, after the competition caution, Kevin Harvick has a flat left rear tire and has to pit. Now, Harvick didn't go a lap down, uh, but he eventually will go a lap down uh, during the green flat pit cycle in stage one. Uh, Kyle Larson gets the lead off pit road, takes the green flag after the competition caution. He honestly stayed on cruise control, ladies and gentlemen. He was flat out fast. His car was on the rail, and uh, he was able to lap all the way up to the twentieth position at the end of stage one, which is crazy. Shows you how fast his car was today. Uh, only nineteen cars finished on the lead lap in stage one. We get to uh, stage the start of stage two. We restart, we got Kyle Larson, Kyle Larson uh, leading the restart, Kyle Busch on the outside, and uh, Kyle Busch winds up spinning his tires and uh, causes an accordion effect. Denny Hamlin uh, gets into the back of uh, Kurt Busch and turns Kurt Busch into the turn one wall, end his day. Uh, Kurt Busch had a strong card today. I believe he drove me off the fourth, uh, fourth, third or fourth in uh, stage one. And uh, he looked to be a contender today, but unfortunately it was not in the cards for his uh, March to Energy Chevrolet. Um, and that ended his day. Uh, but, once again, it really didn't matter because Kyle Larson uh, dominates Stage 2 and wins uh, Stage 2. Um, Kevin Harvick really was not a factor, once again, um, with him going a lap down. Uh, you know, everybody seemed to be – He'd be better than Harvick, and is that a is that a cause for concern? Uh, I I don't think so. Obviously, I think obviously tracks like uh, Vegas, Phoenix, Atlanta, he was very successful on the last few years. Uh, You can really call him the king of Phoenix and the king of uh, excuse me Atlanta. And he this was not his dominant self. Uh, Guys seem to pick up on. Uh, you know, where he would typically run, and that was right on the bottom, right on the uh, uh, the, the white line, so to speak, uh, on the bottom of the racetrack, and it seemed to give him a little bit more extra grip, and he was able to hold it down longer there, be able to conserve his tires a little bit more, and uh, it seems like everybody started to figure that out, so Kevin Harvick seemed to be losing his grip on uh, being the king of Atlanta Motor Speedway. Uh but anyway we uh we start stage uh we start stage three, everybody pissed. Uh and we get five last hits into stage three and unfortunately my pick Tate Elliott starts to smoke. Eventually the engine lets go and ends his day. Um, once again everybody pits, but uh this time Ryan Blaney wins the race off Pit Road and uh takes the lead at the uh the uh the restart there sets the tails, and he actually winds up uh, getting up to a pretty, uh, pretty decent lead. Kyle Larson fell back a little bit on the restart there, uh, but Kyle Larson was able to run down Ryan Blaney and retake the lead in stage three. And uh, we cycled through for green flag pit stops, and, and uh, everybody, uh, you know, everybody seems to be holding position. And uh we get to the end here and Kyle Larson uh seemed to be he just seemed to struggle there. It looks like he he just uh outran his tires and uh Ryan Blaney was able to conserve a little bit and uh with about twenty to go, uh Joey Logano who Kyle Larson was trying to lap was didn't seem to wanna to move over like most uh most guys do. Obviously, at the end of the race, I don't see an issue with it. If you get to my quarter panel or if you get to my door, uh, then, hey, that's a different story. But uh, Kyle Larson had trouble getting around Joey Logano. And uh, I think that might have uh, helped the entire situation where he, he used his tires a little bit more than he should. Uh, Ryan Blaney seemed to conserve a little bit more and, he was able to run down Kyle Larson and pass him with eight laps to go to go on and win the race. Um, and it, it was funny to hear Ryan Blaney talk about his post-race presser that it was 20 years ago that his father, uh, Dave Blaney, uh, who used to drive the 93 Amico car, uh, was also having a great day in Atlanta, was super fast, and if you recall, he wound up losing a tire uh, leading the race, which was uh, which was crazy. And Dave Blaney never won a NASCAR Cup Series race. So, uh, Brian Blaney talked about being able to to kinda repay him for uh, for that uh mistake all those years ago. And uh he, like I said, he goes on to win. Uh, and that ladies and gentlemen, that gives us six different winners uh to start the year. Um, uh, which uh we're already halfway, uh well quarter, almost a quarter of the way through the regular season here. And um, we're coming up on probably the biggest wild card race of them all, and that is the uh, Bristol Dirt. Billy Bradley's favorite race. Uh, talking to Billy, he thinks this is going to be the greatest race of all time. So it's got a lot of hype to live up to, but uh, it should be very interesting to see. Uh, looks like weather forecast: we might have some issue with some weather on uh, Sunday. 60% chance of rain, but hopefully that holds off. Uh one of the things actually about Dirt what makes Dirt cool is the fact that it hey, once it starts raining, uh they'll be able to get the track prep, And it won't really take much for them after that to get the race going. So uh hopefully uh hopefully the rain can stay away, be able to put on a, a, a great show at Bristol. Um, I honestly think that it's it's gonna be exciting. I you're gonna have the, the usual suspects like a Chase Frisco, uh Kyle Larson. Ricky Stenhouse, uh, those guys, uh, they run on dirt. Christopher Bell, they run on dirt all the time. Um, So they're going to have an advantage. We have six-cup guys running in the truck race on uh, Saturday. You got Martin Truex, Jr., Kyle Larson, Ryan Newman, uh, Bubba Wallace, to to name a few And those guys are going to be running in the truck race on Saturday. Uh, to try to get some experience. And then a couple of cup guys seem to be running some dirt races throughout uh, the week to try to gain that experience. So it's going to be, excuse me, a wild and crazy uh, race uh, on Sunday. we we'll look forward to it. Uh, later on this week, we'll have the boys recap some news and notes from the week and uh, get you prepped and ready uh, for the Bristol Dirt Race. Uh, all in all, South Solid, Solid. And uh, looking forward to this weekend at Bristol Motor Speedway. I appreciate you guys tuning in. And uh, we'll check in with you guys later on this week on Off the Rails with Daddo, Billy, and Rob. I'm dropping the hammer. This is your boy Jimmy Wang. I'll catch you guys next time.